or not, here I come, you can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide. Gonna find you and make you yeah. Ready or not podcast, we made it, finally We took a necessary break And at least, you had your baby Camilo Anthony Washington He's a month since the 25th, right? Two days ago. Yep. That's crazy. It's been a month. All right. Let's just start right off the back. What's it been like this last month? It's been a roller coaster. It's been good because there's been so much like joy and having a baby and all the exciting little things with a newborn. But the nights are scary. It's crying. It's tired. The scary hours. Yeah. I call them the scary hours because... You're just restless. The baby cries because he thinks it's daytime and he's up and it's just like, it's adjustment. Like it's, everything's a just adjustment. So I'm getting through it. There's more good times than rough times. Okay. <laughs> so during last episodes, the last two episodes, I talked to you, I talked to Mark because we were just weeks away. Mm-hmm. Take us back to that night. Because you had the baby just before 2 a.m. Yep, 12.40. All right. So you know you're going into the hospital, but you're there the day before. Yes, because I got induced. Right? So you're thinking, I'm going to have this baby on the 24th. Mm-hmm. You're there for hours. You finally had the baby overnight. It was a quick experience, he said. Yeah. As far as like delivering the baby. Yeah, like it was fast. What, what all can you share about those moments? So basically, I went in. I was not dilated at all. They started giving me some medicine, just a little bit though, because they were just seeing how my body would react. And basically, like, I went from zero to the time they checked me, I was seven centimeters dilated. Like, the doctor couldn't believe it. He was like, wait a second, let me check again, because that's weird that you're already at seven and you're not in no pain. Like, you're, you're talking, you're not, like, screaming for the epidural. And then at seven, he was like, okay, this is going to be a fast process. And I was like, okay, it started getting real. Like the pain was coming, but I was focused on my breathing. I had a comb in my hand. Like that really worked. Like just having a comb and coating down a comb was like a lot of help. I had like the laughing gas. It didn't take the pain away, but it kind of gave me like a Did little... it actually make you laugh? No. It Sorry to interrupt. It did not make me laugh. It gave me like a head fog, more like like a head high. Like I was just like more like who like, but I could still feel the pain. But my head was still like a little bit foggy. So it was I was getting through with the breathing. And then all of a sudden I was like I gotta push. And he was like No 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 like you're only nine centimeters you can't push yet. I'm like My body's pushing like it's pushing. Mom was like Don't push don't push. Like he said no and I'm like Mom. I'm pushing. Like, I can't help it. Like, I'm pushing. Like, I never experienced a feeling like that. Like, I wanted to hold it, but I was just pushing. Like, wow. and then in four sets of pushes, I pushed them up. That's crazy. Wow. It was crazy. <laughs> like, when I, like, the push right before he came out, for a second, like, I passed out. 
Mm-hmm. Like I just went down and I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. Like the pain that I was tired. I was just like, oh my God. And then he was like, just one more push, one more push. He came out and all I was like, oh my God, I did it. I did it. I did it. And then I was like, oh God, it happened. And right away, skin to skin, right? Skin to skin. Like didn't even wipe him off, like straight up. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. How about that? You know, mom was was in the room. Yes. She called me probably like 15, 20 minutes afterwards. Yeah. Excited, ecstatic. You know, I'm I'm think I'm sure Mark is like, wow, like yeah. mind blown. Yeah, he was watching it down there. Yeah. I, I remember being at grandmom's house, mom calling me. I let grandmom know. Grandmom's super excited. Mom sent me well, she emailed me a, a picture. <laughs> I, I was having some phone issues. Uh, but anyway, speaking of phone, I got to connect real quick to a conference call. Mike, check one, two. Yeah. You good? Yeah. All right, so we're back. Annalise had to delete some video from the camera. <laughs> I had a little microphone issue. It's been over a month, so we're trying to get back into the, the routine. But anyway, Annalise, you were talking about skin to skin. Yes. You just had the baby. What happens next? You fall asleep for like eight hours? No, of course not. I instantly had to latch him onto my breast and start breastfeeding. And then they moved me rooms. They didn't let me stay in that room. They just got me together, put me on a wheelchair and rode me to a different section for like, I was in labor and delivery. And then it was like, uh, I don't know what it was called, but another section for moms where I was staying for the next three days. And then there I had to like get up in two hours to breastfeed again. The nurses kept coming in. They made me use the bathroom, burn like hell. And yeah, it was not a lot of sleep, maybe two hours. <laughs> but for the most part, would you describe the experience as something beautiful? Yes. One of one? Yeah. I had a good delivery. Like, I think I had a good labor. Like, it wasn't too painful. My goal was to not get the epidural, and I've reached that goal, and I just couldn't be happier. Like, I'm so happy I was able to do it without the epidural. So, yeah. All right, I'm not throwing any shade, but do you think if the the roles were reversed, would your partner have had to take an epidural? <laughs> no shade. I'm just he wondering. Had to take- I would have had to take one. <laughs> he would have took a few. Like I'm like, no, he 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 would have had to take the epidural. Okay. More because I was just mentally preparing myself for it, and I just kept telling myself, this is just like a small time that I have to like endure this pain, and then it will go away. Because like I said previously, I see too many women like after have a baby post on social media, post photos, and of course it's not all pretty and flowers, but if they're doing it, they're okay. So I just had to make it through that period. I do want to note, I have a friend. He saw your pictures. I think mom shared them or you you shared them. And I I think he's your friend on Facebook, too. Anyway, he says, wow. He was like, your sister, she was looking perfect. Like she had a glow. He, He said that he's watched other videos or or rather just pictures of moms just delivering babies. And hair sticking up everywhere sweaty like you just look you could tell that they've been through a lot 
Yeah. And not that you didn't go through a lot, but he said, wow, it looks like she she had her makeup and she was ready to go for like a photo shoot. Yeah. No makeup, <laughs> but I did fix my hair because I was just okay. like, I want to capture this moment in a good way. Right. But I remember before I went to have the baby, I made sure my hair was straight, everything. When I had that baby, mm -hmm. I was sweating. Like the back of my hair, curls, straight curls. It like I had a shower, like... It was hot. I kept telling mom, give me the fan. Give me the fan. Give me the fan. I'm like, no holding my hand. Like, this is a funny thing. Mark was playing around before I had the baby, and he mm -hmm. kept putting on gloves because he was like, oh, I'm about to deliver this baby. I'm about to deliver this baby. And when I actually had to push, he forgot to take his gloves off and came to hold my hand. I screamed so loud. I said, Mark, take the damn gloves off. Like, you're pissing me off. And my mom was like, oh, she's getting mad. She's getting mad. Mark, take the gloves off. Mark was like, okay, I'm taking the gloves off. Taking the gloves off. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. All right. You have the baby. You spent a few nights at the hospital. Now you're back home. Mm-hmm. You get into this routine. The baby eats, sleeps. Poops. Repeats. Repeats? Yep. I know you love your baby. I, I hear him in the background right now, baby <laughs> Camilo. But that is the routine. That's that's the type of day-to-day -day lifestyle that yeah. you're in right now. Yes. I hope he appreciates this. Yeah. It's it's rough. He appreciates you and Mark because like this has been this has been your life for the last month, right? Yeah. In the beginning, it felt like I was in jail. Because it's like, I see the sunshine, I see the sun, I see the, the, the breeze, mm -hmm. but I just couldn't go outside. Now I've been going out more. We've been going on walks. We've been, you know, going to the store here and there a little bit. Quick trips, like, we got to know what we're going to get because if it gets fussy, it's done. But it's getting better. It's getting better as it goes. Mm -hmm. So back in April... We sat on the same, we sat here at the same table, same chairs, and we said, ready or not, you're having this baby, let's talk a little bit about it in this podcast. So now, you know, this is the eighth episode. This kind of feels like the end of, of the season, because you made the announcement, you had the baby, so t let's bring it full circle. Talk about that ready or not feeling. Now that you are a mom... Did it feel like, oh, I wasn't ready or, you know, actually I was more ready than I thought? I feel like I was more ready than I thought. Just because I feel like once you have a baby, that motherly like instinct just kicks in. It's like you kind of learn what to do. Like there's no manual, but you just feel like you know what to do. Like he cries and I feel like I can figure out the solution. It's. In the beginning, he was so little and fragile, and it, like he's still little and fragile. But every day you learn, you learn his cues, you learn how he reacts, what he needs, like everything. You just learn, and it's just I felt like I was ready. I was more ready than I thought. Excellent, and I f feel like from the outside looking in, you stepped into that mom role with full force. Like you got to no hesitation. It's like no choice. No hesitation. Like, you've been a mom for a little over a month. Yeah. You've been a mom. But I feel like you've been a mom already for months or maybe even over a yeah. year because you yeah. seem like 
you were able to adjust like it just seemed like it was instinct like to describe motherhood is like if you're going skydiving you know when it's that time to jump and that person they they're strapped on you just jumps you got no choice that's what it feels like you just got to jump off that plane and your mom no choice you can cry all you want but he's still jumping off you know i'm, I'm surprised you and mark haven't been skydiving we went to iFly. Remember you get Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And that was the same thing. Like the the guy goes in with you and you automatically go up. It's not mm-hmm. like you can tiptoe around and just put your feet up a little bit. No, you're going up. That sounds cool. But I wouldn't say it's the same thing. Yeah, no, Because no. instead of going up, you're going down. You're going down when you <laughs> skydive off a plane. And I think that's a lot more scary. I would never. I would never. Yeah. I'm scared of heights. Oof. I would do it. But it's got to be for like a milestone, you know, big birthday. You're celebrating something, but not just because it's, give you $10 million. it's Wednesday. $10 million. $10 million? <laughs> that, that's the price Maybe for skydiving? Okay. That's decent. That's what's up. All right. So I'm glad that you have been out. You know, of course, those first days, you're still resting. You just got out of the hospital. But now I, I see that you're posting and sharing videos of you and Camilo, you and Mark and Camilo outside walking. You know, why is that important that, you know, you get out, you get some fresh air? Uh, it's tough because you got your hands full here at the house, but you got to make an effort to to get out still yeah. find some ways. Because honestly, that's like what's helping me feel like myself again. I know I'm never going to be the same person I was before this baby. But previously, I like to work out. I like to post videos. I'm a micro-influencer, and it just makes me feel like myself. It makes me feel a little bit more comfortable, a little bit happier. Of course, I'm happy with my baby, but I got to be happy within myself. My body's changed. I look like how I looked before I started my fitness journey, before I started Right Gets Fit, and it's like, Postpartum depression is real. I feel like my emotions is a roller coaster. It's more up than down, but it's like these little videos, these posts, these pictures, they're making me feel up. They're giving me that high. So I'm just trying to like take advantage of those moments and while I can and while I'm having fun doing it, just so I can stay up and, you know, not get myself too down. I know you're online. I know you're really connected with, you know, social media. You see a lot of positive videos. Has there been someone else that, you know, you've been checking out videos, pages, and maybe you've gotten some inspiration? Yeah. You can identify with them and it's it's helped you? Yeah. So on TikTok, I follow so many moms. Like, I... Um... Go ahead. Glamma's here. No, that's all right. This is this is live. This yeah. is how we do it. Ready or live. Ready or not, right? And she's gonna come so, right in front of the video. Cross right through the video. Mark is in the room. He might not have pants on. Um okay. but anyway, back to what I was saying. I follow a lot of women on TikTok and they post a lot of like a day in my life with a newborn. I wanna eventually mm-hmm. do that. But they show like the the downs with the breastfeeding, how they feel, how they feel tired, how they're exhausted. And I just can relate. So I like seeing that. So, yeah. Excellent. That's awesome. Now, 
I also want to talk about a real thing. All right, we love our family members. But if it's been maybe 20 years since the last time you had a baby, I think it's safe to say that sometimes you could, there could be a disconnect. You could be a little out of touch. Yeah. Like the reason I'm mentioning this is, is because, like for instance, you, you joke that our grandmom and our aunt saw the, the pacifier in the baby's oh, yeah. mouth. And they then like, question Aye. you like, oh, Aye. why does he have a pacifier in his mouth? This was their reaction. <laughs> and I'm like, Aye, my mental health mm-hmm. needs that bobo. Like, right. Like what, what baby didn't have a pacifier in their mouth? You know, especially when they're an infant. And I'm thinking to myself, did you forget that you had, you know, for my aunt, you had a pair of babies. My grandmom, you had nine babies. Excuse so. me, Glamma. Oh, Glamma's in the background. Can we keep it down? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's all good. Ready or not, we're doing this live. But, for instance, like you said, family are out of reach. My grandma, I'm exclusively pumping, right? That means I only pump. He doesn't latch onto my breasts. Just because I want to make sure I know how much he's getting. I want to ha- have other people be able to feed him. I want to just know he's getting enough. It's making me feel more comfortable. She was like, oh, you're doing that? I breastfed my kids until they were six years old. They would fight over me. And I'm like, oh, my God, no, 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 no. That's not going to be me. My grandma's like, he looks hot. You don't give him water. I'm like, you don't give water to a newborn. But it's just like these little things, like I don't know what they used to do back then. But now Mm -hmm. it's just crazy. Right. I'll mention one other one. So when the baby first got here, you know, to the house. You you had an experience where the baby was just like peeing everywhere. Yeah. And you would change the baby's diaper and the baby would continue to use the bathroom. Yeah. So they told you something at the hospital that maybe it's a good idea to get like a pad. Mm-hmm. You know, right? For yeah. the changing area. Yeah. So these are, you know, nurses and physicians that are giving you recommendations. So you figure, yeah. all right, they're medical experts. Yeah. I could take their advice. <laughs> but we're we're here. And I remember mom saying like, oh, no, that's crazy. That's a doggy pad. Yeah. Although that's what the nurse said at the hospital. And who knows? I don't don't know if they meant to say something else. Yeah. Who knows? They maybe just said it because that's how we would know a pad from the doggy pad. I don't know what it was, but it was just a back and forth. We Mm -hmm. didn't use them, but yeah, it it was a battle. Yeah. Moral of the story is sometimes you just... You got to be patient. Yeah. And for the folks that, you know, maybe haven't had babies in a while, like, you got to know that some things have changed over the years, you know? So, anyway, moving forward, uh, baby Camilo just celebrated his first month. He has this uh, shark boy theme right now. Yeah. What's that all about? I had a laugh at that. Honestly... We were at Carter's in Hershey, and mm-hmm. we were shopping, and we saw this two-piece set, and I was like, that could be for his one-month pictures, because it's cute. And Mark was like, yeah, you know he's a summer baby, sharks, summer. He was nice. born during Shark Week, because Mark was watching it on, on like Hulu or whatever, the Shark Week episodes. So we were like, let's just do that theme, and we did it. Yeah. You know, I, I saw you posted the, the, you know, the video and the, the pictures and everything. I was just at Cape Cod last week, and there were a bunch of little shark 
uh, stuffed animals and everything. And I'm like, I should have brought him back a, a little shark <laughs> stuffed animal. That that would have fit great with the theme. But uh, but anyway, so Annalise, now that now that you're a mom, what what are you hoping for? She is so in the Glamour. next couple months. Yeah, g- Glamour. mom. Okay. Be quiet. Yes. yes. You're screaming. Okay. But it's not soundproof. At all. He likes it. Okay. All right. So we'll looking ahead at the next couple months, you know, we were talking about when does the baby start crawling? When does the baby start walking, teething, yeah. those kind of moments. Are you looking forward to that or the teething does it make you cringe because the baby might be up, you know, all night. It's painful for the baby, I'm sure. Yeah, a lady at Ross heard him crying and and we gave him a bottle and he stopped. And she was like, you know what? Just keep feeding him now because once he starts teething, he's going to cry and the bottle's not going to help because he's not going to want to eat. And I'm just like, don't know if I'm prepared for that. But we'll get through it. Ready or not, you'll get through it. Yes. Excellent. Also... For, for baby Camilo, he's looking more and more like you. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because when babies are first born, sometimes they look like every other baby. Yeah. He was but, a cute baby. I mean, he was a cute baby from, from birth. Yeah. But now... I was scared he's going to look alien. <laughs> like a big peanut head? <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know what I was thinking, but he came out cute with his little dimple and his little muscles. And everyone complimented him. Yeah. yeah, I'm biased, obviously, because he's my nephew. But there are sometimes there are babies that you see, and you're like, "Oh, look at the baby!" But if you know it's a baby that's kind of alien-looking, like you just don't say anything. Yeah. You're like, "Congratulations!" Yeah, that's it. But with baby Camilo, thankfully that wasn't the case. Everybody could tell, like, "Oh, wow, yeah. handsome baby." God bless. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well. Ready or Not continues. We will continue this. Uh, some episodes with Annalise. Obviously, Annalise has her hands full, but she'll join us, and we'll we'll keep this podcast thing going. Of course. Uh, Nani, what what do you want to tell you know other other moms to be uh, based on the experience that you learned? You know, something that we preached a lot about Ready or Not when we started this podcast was. It was unexpected. It was untimely. But how do you handle it with emotional intelligence? How do you do your best to, you know, keep it together? Because you don't want something unexpected to just suddenly derail your life. Yeah. So now what? Now that you've been through it, and, and you're still in the process, but mm-hmm. as far as, like, the pregnancy, you know, what can you share now to, to those listening? Just... Take it easy. It's it's just going to go how it's supposed to go. Just take it easy. Don't stress about anything. Like, take it day by day. What I can say, just take it day by day. Take it easy. Enjoy all of the months, all of the things while you're pregnant because it will go fast. And when the baby comes, just take it day by day. Like, don't worry about what's going to happen when he turns four months. Just enjoy today. Make today a good day, and then tomorrow will be a good day. It's just... You got to rack up the good days. Absolutely. It's just that simple. You just go as you go. <laughs> and I, I told you this last night. You got to show yourself 
grace. Yeah. You know, because listen, it's I'm looking from the outside in. I can only imagine, you know, this is quite the the adjustment, the elevation that you're making in your life. So, mm. you know, you're going to make some mistakes along the way. Uh, you're not going to know everything, but you're going to figure it out and you got to show yourself grace. You got to be kind with yourself. Yeah, that's important. Take care of yourself first. I've learned I got to take care of myself because if not, I can't take care of him. Like as much as I want to be walking around like a full zombie just so he can be together, it's not going to work. Like you got to take a second. Like if you got to put him down for two seconds while he cries, while you go to the bathroom, just do it. Like you, you just got to do it. You got to take care of yourself too. That's all I got to say. All right. Two more things before we wrap this up. In front of everyone on the podcast, I want to officially say congratulations. All right. On being a mom. Thank you. Shout out to you. <laughs> all right. Shout out to Mark, too. Yeah. All right. And then secondly, the name of this podcast is Born Ready. Yes. And that has like a double entendre, double feeling for me because the baby, as soon as I, I saw the first pictures, I was like, he had the nice all or nothing chain, <laughs> you know, he was swagged out. Hair brushed. Exactly. Ready. He had a head full of hair. So for me, I'm like, oh, this baby was born ready. Like he just, yeah, he, he got it going on. He's fly. Yeah. All right. But also, I feel like you were born ready. Because ever since 23 years ago, when you were born yourself, you know, I'm going to get a little deep on this. You were born to be the person you are today, to be the strong, beautiful mom that you are today. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I can hear myself. You can hear yourself? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hot Mess Podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's still working. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, bet. All right. I just oh wait, wait, no, I can't hear you. you can't hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't hear you because you're right there. Oh man, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Oh my gosh, the cable isn't working. <laughs> oh. Okay, it's working. I can hear you now. All right. Uh, man, I he was doing I great. Was, I was building up to the right moment. <laughs> I'm over here sweating, like trying to figure this <laughs> stuff out. All right. Back to what I was saying. Baby was born to be ready. And at least I felt like you were born to be ready. You know, this moment, it was it was in your future. And you're going to be a great mother. Thank you. An excellent mother. And so I applaud you. And that's it, folks. For now. Ready or not. All right. It continues. We'll have... More guests on the show. Uh, very excited because we're going to continue to do this video. Uh, we know that people like to put a face to the to the audio. So, yeah. All right. Any last words? Peace out. Bye. Ready or not. <laughs>